0: Welcome in, good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show, we are live, we're in the uh, Mandalay Bay Convention Center here in Las Vegas. And uh, a terrific day, a busy day, a busy day here on set, and uh, we are only going to get busier as the day comes up. Uh, i got Kellen Winslow Sr., and if you were listening as we went into the top of the hour, um, he is going to be joining us, but I knew when he walked past that they were running a little bit late. I knew that, so he's running a little bit late. He'll be here uh, coming up in a little while. We're going to talk with uh, Jerry Kramer as well, the uh, Packer legend. He is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him. Uh, coming up uh, later on today, we got Merrill Hodge is going to be here. Uh, uh, in, in the 1 o'clock out here, 3 o'clock Central, we'll be off the air, but we are going to do a special live podcast or, if you will, video session and interview with uh, Donald driver is going to stop by and that's going to be part of the uh, the television show on my 24 and if you're just uh, tuning in for the very first time and you do live in the Milwaukee area uh, I want to remind you that coming up uh, this uh, Saturday night seven o'clock to nine seven to nine Saturday night uh, we are now a TV show and it's going to be the best of from out here in Las Vegas and you can watch the program and get ready for the big game with a two-hour special, with all the news, all the analysis, everything going on out here in Las Vegas, and a recap of the week that is going to be airing on my 24 in Milwaukee and all their social media platforms. So as soon as, uh, as soon as uh, we uh, get it, they, they get it posted and such, we'll put it over on all of our our streaming media platforms as well. So that's what's happening out here, and uh, just like we've been telling you, you know, it's. Um, a lot of talk about the Packers. A lot of talk about the uh, the obviously this game coming up. But uh, a lot of this we just heard. You know, Greg Cosell a little bit earlier, and uh, we were talking with him uh, about what's going on with uh, Jordan Love and his thoughts. And Greg is one of the guys that I trust the most, the absolute most. So uh, love talking to him and love being able to talk to uh, talk to uh, talk to them. So uh, anyway, that being said. Uh, we uh, we're getting Kellen Winslow Senior all set up here. He's uh, kind of BSing a little bit, but mm-hmm. come on over. Love to get him here, and we'll get him. Uh, we'll get him a headset. I know it takes a minute. Every now and then you run a little bit behind, and so uh, let's get him all set up. Over here. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, good. Good to talk to you. Thanks for stopping by. There
1: we go. There we go. So,
0: tight ends are the highlight right now. Yes. So, uh, is this uh, giving you a new uh, chest-thumping proudness that the tight end has now been reinvigorated in the NFL?
1: Uh, Yes, I've been a big advocate for tight ends for a number of years. And the fact that they dominate the game now offensively is... It go, your offense goes through the tight end. Right. It goes through the tight end. You know, you think in basketball, you go, how, can, how do we get our offense going? Some some uh, teams play the post. Some people try uh, play the triangle offense. Uh, you, in the post offense, you kick the ball into the post. Either the post takes a shot or kicks the ball back out when mm-hmm. people collapse. Same right. thing with the tight end. you got to get the ball to the tight end in order to establish uh, the running game, in order to establish a passing game downfield. Because right. it ties up the safety. It ties up the middle linebacker. And in some cases, it ties up the defensive end.
0: Talk about the two personalities we have in this one. You've got two, two guys that are very physical. They're the like, same like guy. You, right. They're uh, the
1: same guy.
0: In Kittle and Kittle and Travis, now, you know, back in your day, you weren't dating Taylor Swift. But <laughs> with, with that magnanimous thing. No, I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> but I, 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 with both guys, they're. I like the fact – that the relationship between Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes is just go out for a pass and you'll find the open space and I'll know where you're going to be. That's kind of it. Did you have that same relationship when Um, when you were in the game?
1: Ours was more of a precision type thing. You were expected to be in a place at a time and to um, uh, occupy certain lanes and let the quarterback make make a decision on where he wanted to go with the ball based on what he saw. And what he thought was uh, there, and to take the whatever option he wanted to take, um, I don't. We couldn't. Now we, we wouldn't have survived on that. Uh, I think we were under center so much, mm-hmm. and I think that freelancing that they may be doing uh, because the quarterback in the shotgun gives them a little bit more option to do right. those types of things. You
0: were part of an offense that. Do you believe in? reinvigorating or reinventing football? I mean the way you guys played and as much downfield passing as you did?
1: The I'm not sure if uh, reinventing or just taking advantage okay of what was there of being the quick strike. The the philosophy was you want to score, you want to score as quickly as you can. Uh in most of our past plays we had a big play built into it, a midsize route built into it and a drop off, a safety valve. Yeah. And Dan was able to make that decision by the time he got to his third step, his fifth step, or if it was a full seven-step drop, if we needed to go down deep field, uh, uh, deep down the field. But it was all it was always based on what the quarterback saw and what he thought he could get. Mm-hmm. And we had a guy who was a great signal signal caller, who had great vision on the field and could make all the throws. So it just, we had to do our part of it. Yeah. And if you, you can't freelance. You yeah. get one move, you don't get two moves. You get one move.
0: <laughs> mm, right. I, I was talking, I was telling the audience, uh, my most vivid memory of you, and I probably you probably get this all the time, is you being carried basically off the field. That incredible game between you and the Dolphins. Dick Enberg doing the broadcast. Yes. And I remember as a kid watching that game going, that's what football was. Yeah. Just everything you possibly had to make that game go, to go in your direction, to leave it all on the field. I, you know, I I can't even, how, there's not a question that I really want to ask other than did you realize at the time what a dynamic performance that was?
1: What I realized at the time is that we were up 24 to 7. (laughs) Right. Well. (laughs) And uh, we had just scored kick the extra point for the 24th point. And I come to the sideline because I was on the field goal protection team and Charlie Joyner, the great Charlie yeah. Joyner, sitting on the bench. He's got his helmet between his legs. His head is down. And he's sitting by himself. Everybody else is cheering because we're up on the Dolphins right. in Miami. You know, We're going to make quick, easy uh, play of these guys. And we're going to go home. And I walked over to Charlie and I said, Charlie, CJ, are you okay? And he said, I don't like this. He said, exactly, I don't like this. He said, you don't come into Miami and do this to a Don Shula football team. Right. He says on the next series, he's going to pull uh, uh, Strzok. I'm sorry, uh, Woodley, the uh, rookie quarterback from LSU. He says he's going to pull Woodley. He's going to put in Don Strzok. He's going to start throwing that football. We're going to be here all day, quote, unquote. Really? he said that in the early part of the second quarter
0: that's amazing
1: because he knew football right <laughs> and sure enough the next series he took out woodley he put in don straw the gunslinger who had a great you know view of the field and great mentality and uh you know you want that backup quarterback to have and they at halftime it was 24 21. right and we were in a football game right i got mad when charlie Joyner told me that because I was not going to be a part of a team that was up by this much and lost because that would have haunted us for a very, very right. long time as an organization and an NFL lore. We yeah. would we would become that team that was weak and soft and couldn't hold a lead, and I wasn't going to be a part of that. Right. And that's I thought about that every time the Dolphins scored. I got mad.
0: Did you, when the Dolphins did that, did you look at Charlie and went, okay, I he, get it? You know,
1: if Charlie says something, yeah, it was real. You take it to the bank. <laughs> you take it to the bank.
0: That's – that's that. I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's an that's awesome exactly story. That's exactly what he said. That's an awesome story. Uh, I did want to ask you because uh, in Green Bay, the Packers picked up a guy named Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft and a young quarterback in Jordan Love and a bunch of what they would consider to be no-names or non-established wide receivers, and all of a sudden the offense started to click. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League in the second half of the season. Um, so as a tight end coming into this because I think they've hit on two guys that are really good, mm-hmm. um, how important is it not only to have one guy but two guys that can catch the football? Because tight ends, you're either used as a blocker sometimes or a pass catcher, depending on what you're really good at. They've got two guys that are pretty good at both.
1: And, and that's uh, a rarity, right there Uh, but you can get very athletic people and you can get uh very talented people very smart people but can you get them to work together Mm -hmm. can they come together for the same purpose and the same reason to have the same goal and are you preaching that in the locker room who's the leader right you know who's going to be the guy who has that final decision for us it was very clear This was Dan Fouts' team. When you got into the huddle, this was Dan Fouts' huddle. Shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) How important is it to have
0: the relationship not only – this year we heard uh, about the receivers all getting together after the Denver game when it didn't go well. Mm -hmm. The young guys got together. And then Jordan Love had him over to his house a couple of times just to watch Monday Night Football. And then the offensive line was going out on Tuesday nights – and so he was then going over and joining the offensive line. Yes. To, mm-hmm. How important are those relationships away from the field that then accentuate what it is you do on the field?
1: They're everything.
0: Really? Okay. They, they are.
1: They are everything. And that's why I was talking about who's that leader, who's yeah. going to bring them all together.
2: Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Hey Wayne, shopping for a new door? I sure am. This fiberglass door is really strong, we love ours. Do you need something more dependable? Yes, something that's durable, dent resistant, knows how to take a hit and is gonna last for years. We're still talking about the door, right? Uh, Oh yeah, right, of course.
3: Wayne Larrabee and Jeff Levering shopping together at Pellet Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? What could happen next? How about 0% interest for up to three years? Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months? I'm Gina Della from Pella. This incredible offer from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is only available until February 29th, so hurry. We offer a wide range of window and door styles to perfectly match your home's unique design. Start customizing today with 0% interest for up to 3 years or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months only at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply
4: for details on lines
0: Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you on the Bill Michaels Show. We are live. We are here in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, and it is Super Bowl week, and a guy that knows about Super Bowl week, Neil Smith, played for those uh, KC guys, and you have been through the uh, the fun and frivolity on this side of it. Uh, oh, you've yeah. been on uh, the media day side of it with all the crazy questions and yes, people sir. dress funny and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so doing this now what uh, what 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 is when you walk into this whole hoopla thing and seeing it from both sides? What are you, what is your memory?
5: Well, my fine memory, you know, as as a uh, of, as a player, you know, right. getting up uh, ready to the, uh, for the Super Bowl, is simply that, you know, you got to be you got to be keyed in, focus, man. And I know um, you, you hear it a lot. You like no distractions, zero distractions, and and you really you, you look forward to you know towards the game the game seemed like it's eternally the two weeks that you have off mm-hmm. and getting prepared for it and um you know you got to get the family stuff out of the way first got yeah you got to get the family stuff out of the way earlier and get them all situated and once you get them situated then it's all about you know those first two days once you get to where you actually gonna play at you know just getting adapted to where you're at and then after that put it together man it then it becomes a whole mindset after that What's going to happen? Then you want zero distractions. Sometimes things happen, as you know. Um, you know the Packers uh, when we played them, they had, they had a distraction where Eugene. You know had got in trouble. You know you hear this week coming into everything going on with with Patrick Mahomes. Um, father's get those things are not to be supposed to be done, but you know it's in the everyday life things like this happen. Yeah.
0: You uh, played for a hell of a team with the Broncos. I sure. mean, you know you guys were dynamic a team that everybody thought when you knocked off the Packers. I mean, I, I've talked to Leroy Butler about this numerous times. They just felt they were going to roll the helmets out and go roll. That's how yeah, good that team sure. was. And you guys kind of punched them in the mouth and stunned them. So you get all those distractions out of the way, and then it's focused on football. You They were defending champs coming mm-hmm. into that contest. You were the yeah. guys that were – Kind of like, uh, yeah. you know, you're there. Wild card. Wild card. Yeah, yeah. Get work their way in. Yeah, just like Kansas City you know, is this year. Yeah, it's work a great their way story in. if Elway yeah. gets a championship and sure. all that kind of stuff. So did you go into it with this? Was it just this intensity and this tunnel vision when you get in there?
5: Well, I think so. You know, you have to then put yourself in the zone. And, and, and like you say, when a Pandora box, you have to have your blinders on as you use the horse. And, you know, you, you won't see anything from the side. And, and, and the main objective is, you know, uh, getting it to every day. Having to do that that process, and then you know it, it's all about then after them when, it, when it's time to play, it's time to play. Yeah, you know you want to make more plays than they do. You want to do less mistakes than they want to do, and then you want to you know we want to win the turnover ratio, and and all of those things you know going into the looking at the Green Bay game, um, you know they never. It was all about Brett Favre, like you said, the up-and-coming defending champions. And, you know, here go the little boys on the block. John Elway's yeah. been there before, lost so many. So they never gave us an opportunity. And i tell you what, I knew we was a better team throughout the whole time um, through the run, and yes, we did have to go to Kansas City. Yes, we did have to go to Pittsburgh, and then we end up, you know, playing in the Super Bowl. How did so,
0: you know? How did you know you, that you were the better team? Was it because they, cause they had stars? I mean, you're talking yeah. Gravedigger and Leroy and all the different guys they had, but you guys, you said you knew. How did you know?
5: Well, it was very, very big up front, you know, on both sides of the football. Yeah. You know, they outweighed us by a lot of, a lot of, um, um, uh, wise, but what, what, what was really intriguing to me is that, you know, we knew we were going to have them in a hot place. And we could run. We was right. much smaller than them. We was much quicker than them. We was much fast. So I think that there was a little. We had better tempo, and the tempo was the was the key. Um, how we, we you know we proceeded to win that football game. Yeah,
0: I know we only have a few <laughs> minutes here with you, and I'm glad you stopped by and talked mm-hmm. to us for a couple of minutes. You're here also, with a great uh, website called Mind Body o, and mm-hmm. uh, about a lot of mental health and wellness and such. So. I wanted to give you kind of a platform to be able to kind of express a few thoughts on well, that know, as well.
5: You know, mind, body, oh, is a simple fact that we, we're trying to work with people that have depression, um, you know, um, people that are sitting on the couch and, and, and have mental health. Yeah. And we wanted to they, they, we wanted to bring out the message that everybody that have these problems, such as men, and, you know, in men, that's like I think it's 40, four, four times the amount of men Commit suicide, you know, because of depression, you know, and different things. And we want to do that and bring it under one body, and one mind, you know, uh, and, and mind-body opportunity to bring to awareness to where we feel like we're going to help you, yeah. and we want to make that we're going to make that big prop. So we're out here this week, you know, pushing this and, and making it happen. And uh, how did you get involved with that? Well, I'm, I'm I'm always involved. You know, I find yeah. things out because you know I go through the same pressure, you know, same process. You know, mm-hmm. I have my own problems, you know, of depression. And, you know, you you have your, your your problems of um your your mental side. You know, it leads to so many different things in your life. You just speak what's in into you, and of course, you know I'm going to be you know not just the, not just a mouthpiece. I want to be you know I'm going to be an activist too. You know, I I have to get help just right. like everybody else. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I do. When you see and talk to people that go through this, um,
0: and sometimes they just talk to you. You're a name. You're a face. You know, so to speak. What what advice? What advice if you have advice out there for somebody that's going through something?
5: Well, my advice is this here: if you're sitting on the couch, if you want to you want to make yourself better, here's what you can do: you can get up and go to Mind Body Opportunity, and go to the website and 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 get online and find out where we at where we can get you can seek your help. And you know what? It's about you getting off the couch. It's about you making that extra step to right. in your life to make yourself better for what you want to be in life.
0: Mindbodyo.com. That's Mindbodyo. .com. When you – I'm going to ask you one more football question and I'll let you guys take off, but uh, who you got in this game and why?
5: Well, it's going to be a tough one. You know, um, I see the way the Kansas City Chiefs um, um, have been, you know, undermining, underrated throughout this whole year. You know, about, you know, we had a lot of drop balls. They mm-hmm. haven't played consistently like the Kansas City Chiefs played in the, in the beginning of um, their, their, their Super Bowl runs. But this team is so dangerous because they can play great defense. And right. I think the defense is going to be the matchup um, how – you know, the Chiefs can come out and win this football game. Um, San Francisco, they loaded. I mean, they, yeah. they, the it, they're going to have their hands full. You know, the Chiefs going to have their hands full um, up front, you know, on the defensive side. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. Now, I don't know, being here in Vegas, why and how, you know, <laughs> the Chiefs get to be the underdog. Right. But I'm saying don't give them something to, to, to step on. And I think this is um, a turnover is going to be a key. They there you go. Shoot, you know, if they can win the turnover race, I'm going to take the Chiefs. 3128
0: you the man i tell you what it's a pleasure to talk to you uh thank i know you. packers fans are going oh, are you kidding me but yeah. there you have it so good. appreciate it, you. thanks for stopping by god bless neil, you best brother. of luck to you buddy thank you okay yep talk to you soon there you go neil smith joining us for a couple minutes here at the table always appreciate it when we get a chance to get uh, some of the guys just to stop by and say hi and uh kind of tell us a little bit about the stories that they had regarding the pack and then obviously uh, you know, kind of giving us a, a little bit of their platform because that's a lot of the people that bring them out here. They come out for different sponsorships and such and to spread different messages and words and such as well. So there you go. Good to do, Good to chat with him. Uh, I know we're a little early. Let's do this. Um, we're going to take a break. And uh, do we got somebody at the bottom of the hour? Merrill Hodge coming? Okay. We, get, we got Merrill Hodge coming up. We are going to get in at some point here in the next hour, hour and a half. We're going to get in. Uh, our guy, uh, Jerry Kramer, as well. Jerry Kramer, will uh, give him a buzz. He's sitting at home waiting for our phone call. But I want to get Jerry in today also, and we'll talk to him a little bit, uh, not only about his book, but about his memories of Super Bowl one and two, and everything that the Packers uh, had done and the legacy that they have and the Lombardi Trophy legacy that they have here in this big game. Let's do this. We're going to step aside. We're going to take a quick break, come back, Got a lot more, excuse me, got a lot more to get to. Stay right where you're at. More of the Bill Michael Show. We are live. We are in Radio Row in the Media Center at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center coming up right after this.
2: This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. February, head to Pottawatomie Casino Hotel Milwaukee and fall head over heels with the Love It or Leave It $400,000 game show. Thursday nights, you could play the Love It or Leave It game show where you can love your prize or leave it for another. Play with your club card to earn drawing entries. Top prize is $10,000 in cash. It's time for Love It
5: or Leave
2: It. it. Only at Pottawatomie. Learn more at PaceBank.com. Must be 21 years old and a club
0: member to play. Good to have you back, the Bill Michael Show. We are live. We are here in uh, Las Vegas, the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, and it is a buzz, to say the very least. A guy that's been with us uh, numerous times in yeah. the past. Uh, it's a reunion, friendly face, Merrill Hodge, <laughs> joining us here. How you been, man? I'm good. I have yeah. no complaints, man. Thank yeah. you for asking. You look, asking. Good. You look well, like you, you. still uh, run around out there a little bit. I
4: can. They just can't touch me. <laughs> I just, I, somebody just asked me well, you look like you still play i go i can i just cannot get hit yeah and that would be a problem right. So that's where we separate okay that, uh, right <laughs> maybe okay. i can't get inside those Whenever there's 14
0: million dollars a year coming out for flag <laughs> football yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in yeah you got that right yeah <laughs> <laughs> this uh this this week is it first of all it's grown the enormity of it and all that kind of stuff but it's such a unique and dynamic matchup uh, between mm-hmm. the chiefs and the 49ers and uh with the amount of personalities but also the amount of really good players and yep. you and i were just talking about you know looking at pittsburgh you need good players but you need good coaches you need guys that are innovators you need guys that can have vision guys that put. i've always said the, the best coaches not only motivate you and keep things together but they also put you in the best position to be successful and you've got two really good coaches in that sense here as well
4: i, I will completely agree um <clears throat> that's why i am um as i watch this game it's no different than you know, when I played, I played in this game league for nearly a decade, studied it for two, all in all, almost four decades of of playing, studying, um, evaluating uh, the league. In its simplest forms, what will win this game, there are two things, teams win championships, no quarterbacks ever want it, no defenses mm-hmm. ever want it. And anybody, and when I get that discussion, I'm like, "Well, just show me the tape where all the defense played the entire game." Okay, right? That don't mean there's not defensively, you know, um, there's no sort of strengths their defense. It yeah. might not be their strengths their quarterback. There's three phases to every team, and you have to have a team that wins. Um, and the Chiefs displayed that actually, probably almost to perfection against the Ravens, which I'll get to in a second. But so teams won championships, and then. What wins championships consistently is really not the perimeter players. Um, And history has proven this. It'll prove it in this game. The guys closest to the ball will be the difference in this game. So when you look at the offensive line and the defensive line in this game, Mm -hmm. the Chiefs have the slider edge from their offensive line slightly better and their defensive line as a whole is a little better. You know, don't get into pass rushing. Right, that's only part of it. Um, if you look at their tackle scenarios, they, you know they're vulnerable in the running game. They've had that. They've, they've struggled there. Um, but as a whole, the Chiefs are slightly better. And when and that's where I start and really end. Um, then when you look at the perimeter players, um, yeah, sure they, they do make a difference. Is uh, Patrick Mahomes make a difference? <laughs> Without a doubt, that's like that's like Captain Obvious. But. Um. He doesn't have to offset a deficiency, or like people are talking about this. You know, the uh, the the year they lost in, in Tampa, and yeah. um, Andy Reid had his you know emotional thing with this uh, and they thought that that was the factor in the game. What was the factor in that game? If people, I feel like obviously forget, they had massive issues at both tackles, hmm. massive issues. Praise. It was probably it was it was so overmatched in that game, and. That was your ultimate difference. The right. Bucks just destroyed him in the trenches. Just destroyed him. Yeah, in the trenches. So when I look at this one, I just think that <clears throat> I don't go further than that. And I've been, we've been doing, you know, NFL matchup show. We did wrap up Super Bowl shows forever, and it notoriously, it, our eyes always went down to right, right in the trenches. Like that's where you know when the Chiefs won their first one, the guy who should have been the MVP, is Chris Jones. Yeah, it didn't even close. It didn't even close right, the plays he made in that game. The Patrick Mahomes pass that he made doesn't even happen unless Jones makes that third down play. Right, picking him the ball back and give him that chance. Um, and the turnover that he caused, I just, um, but I just don't go further than that. You know, you sure to look at the the and all the perimeter players get the focus and emphasis. But if you look at the history of our game, you know, even major upsets when the Patriots got beat when they were undefeated. Yeah. It was the it was the design of playing four defensive ends for the New York Giants, and all they cared about was getting after the quarterback. Okay, mm-hmm. they didn't worry about the run because right. the Patriots were not going to do that, and they were going to go. They'd won 18 in a row, doing right. it a certain way, yeah, or 19 in a row, whatever it was. Um, and they won those matchups in the trenches. They they beat them in the trenches. Yeah. Um, and so I I just look at this one and I just I, I see that as long as it's a clean game, that means no turnovers. Yeah. And nobody of significance gets hurt, which you can't predict that.
0: But. I, uh, I, you and I were sitting here talking about the Steelers. Obviously, you scout for them, and you've done numerous things for them, and still do. Uh, I am. I marvelled this year at the AFC North and yeah. the fact that you had all the teams above 500. Uh, Cincinnati did not win a game in the division uh, and still had a, a record over 500. Uh, the fact that the the Steelers were able to kind of figure out a way after the uh, dismissal of Matt Canada. And Mike Tomlin able to kind of keep his arms around the organization without that thing blowing up. Uh, obviously what the, the Baltimore Ravens did, and I picked them to be here. That was, I was one game short of that. And then with what happened in Cleveland, you know, you lose your, you know, close to a quarter-billion-dollar quarterback. Yeah. He goes down, and you still are able to figure out a way with Joe Flacco to kind of get things done. What, what an incredible division and what an incredible feat they had this year and over there.
4: Yeah. And I don't think all of those put on display how – teams win you know it takes a team you know go to cleveland would offset them when they're going through all those quarterback mixes of their defense Um, and their ability to run the football even though they lost chubb in pittsburgh on that monday night you know they still stay stay committed to their and you know that's a big chunk of football when you have a really good defense and your ability to run the football i mean i could go on and on about the teams that where they are today is because of that and where they may not be or do why they be where they are today because of lack of doing that I'll just take Detroit. Detroit started out. The one thing I applauded about them, when they started out and they got new, that new staff in there and that new thought process and philosophy, they were going to be committed to running the football, period. And they could run the football as good as anybody, if not better than anybody. They just didn't have all these phases. They could complement it with their passing game, their defense, which now comes to fruition, and now they're the team yeah. they are. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles rode that to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And then lost that. And you see their team erode. Right. Um, it's just the, the foundational aspect of that is just a you know, it just everybody's so caught up in and now you hear the passing league. It's, it's oh, first of all, the passing. It's always we've always thrown the football. Yeah. The, the passing league has just expounded. Okay, it has just grown. It's evolved, but the other phase that is critical to winning is still the critical component of the championships, and yeah. that is the ability to run the football. And that didn't change. Everybody says, well, that changed to a two-back league. No, it did not. It has always been a two-back league in the history when the Green Bay Packers won the won championships under Vince Lombardi. How many backs from the backfield?
0: They had a couple, right? Yeah.
4: And what was the difference between them, the Packers now, and the Packers today? One thing, formation. It went from a split back to an eye back. Yeah. It never has always. It has always been a two-back. And still the league. trenches. It, exactly. It sounded like, oh, and because what
0: you said was, I think. Packers really got it going and looked really good when Aaron Jones came back. Was healthy, was able to run the football, and you, he became the straw that stirred the drink. All right.
4: And, I, and you lose people if that has lost sight. And you, you know, I even think it's it's lost sight in ownership. You know, um, you know these fantasy owners, people that really have zero idea about football, but they they live in the they live in the um, the fantasy land of um, social media, and yeah. they let that drive them. Uh, they even hire people to do a job, and then they fail to let them do their job. Right, you know, because they write the check and they own the team, sure. and they can pretty much do whatever they want. Sure, I could write a book on stories <laughs> where owners have done that to right. good coaches, good general managers, good developers, yeah. and just eroded them by making them try. To fix something you can't fix like you can't fix stupid you can't fix somebody who doesn't have accuracy you can't give somebody toughness you can't give somebody speed you can't give somebody quickness you can't give somebody instincts and all these other things that people think you can and you can teach that you can develop no you can't yeah. there's got to be a certain makeup to play in our league and that just gives you a shot right to really be evolved and it does take the person to take ownership of where they're going to go and Good coaching, good coaches that yeah. develop that and understand how to develop that. So it, it all must come together. Um, um, and with, without that, well, that's why these two champ. if you look at the – tear these two teams apart. Yeah. Got great players, yes. Coaching, yes. And then if you watch how they play. Okay, I I've been start to of come back to it. What the Chiefs did to the Ravens, maybe one of the, the best team games I have seen in playoff history um, – in in recent memory, I know as many because one of them pops out in my head: the Chiefs against the Oilers. Um, but yeah. I won't get into that one. But there was five mistakes made. As I looked looked at them, as I reevaluated the tape, they made two on defense in the third quarter. They busted two coverages, which got the Ravens in position for a touchdown. Yeah. They ended up fumbling at the goal line, so that became irrelevant. Right. And then offensively, they had three penalties that kind of took them out of scoring territory and killed drives, um, which was. All on the right side. Um, aside from that, it is was good team play, play calling, coach design, um, player execution that I have seen in the playoffs. Okay, clearly in the last five years, it was one mm-hmm. of the best team ac- execution play game plans I have seen across the board. Um, and they, they, they weren't quite as flawless against Buffalo, but close. Yeah. And um, then I go back to where the trench play is. And that's why I just I just give them a, a slight advantage yeah. in this game over San Francisco. I know that San Francisco's favored, I guess, by two. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not really yeah. favored. Not much anymore. <laughs> that's more yeah. like a pick them. Right. <laughs> right. Which, exactly. You know, they. Um, I just don't think San Francisco could afford to have lumps in their game like they've had in the playoffs and get over them right. against Kansas City. You know, it's going to have to be a fist fight at the 50, and everybody's consistent with you're either moving, creating field position, or scoring points.
0: I know you're uh, still out doing the uh, more inspirational speaking and such now as well. You're also here today uh, to talk to people about lung health as yeah. well. So I want to make sure we get that in before we have to get you out of here. Yeah, well,
4: uh, thank you, because I'll do, I'll do this quickly. Um, this caught me off guard. I had open-heart surgery. In order to get out of the hospital, I had to strengthen my respiratory system. Okay. I had to get influ- fluid out of my lungs, my lungs stronger. And I never thought, and I didn't know, that respiratory system and your heart, that combination, they obviously work together, but they're different. Mm-hmm. So you can train your respiratory system. Now, that doesn't mean it's um uh, isolated. Okay, right. So this this tool, which is no bigger than like a, a pipe, actually, is called breatherfit.com, which gives people a place to go to look at it. Because if you're interested in evolving health or starting health, because after age 30, we start to lose a, our our overall respiratory system starts to erode. So when that happens, the less oxygen that we have flowing to our entire body, especially our brain, okay, we start to erode as Mm. human beings. So the more you can, that's why cardiovascular training is important. Lifting weights is important. Taking care of your body is is important. But you haven't been doing that. You can always turn the clock back. And it's a great way to start there, challenging your respiratory system. It takes about five minutes, two times a day, six days a week. And you can do it right in the commercial break that you have. Right. I mean, that's how right. simply you don't have to go to a gym, you don't have to drive sure. somewhere, you don't have to change clothes and do all the hard labor. But to get to train your respiratory system and help it become stronger, helps your oxygen flow. Now, what happened just accidentally, because I was like, well, I want to try it. I, you know, I'm not going to just believe something works yeah, right. I made sense big enough on the open heart surgery. So I go on a 14-day tour. I went to Pebble Beach and I went to um, Arizona. I had some speaking things. I worked out, but I didn't do cardio. Mm-hmm. So I come home to do cardio, and I'd done the breathing fit thing the whole way because I took it with me. When I started doing my cardio, you could tell from my heart rate, I was, I'd was i been two weeks off. You could just tell the difference in the heartbeats per minute, blah, blah. But my breathing was so easy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would never have thought, I never would have thought that you could feel the difference right? if you just worked on your respiratory system. And my respiratory system, it wasn't hard breathing. My heart was a little up and out, and like, like 14 days later, everything had matched up. But... If you haven't done anything, or if you are doing, it, it would be value there. If you haven't, at least give you a spark and invest in your health. Worst case scenario, you breathe better, you enjoy life better, and you're right. happier. But it's, that's there's your negative,
0: right? It's not a bad <laughs> negative. It's not a bad negative. Not at all. Great to talk to you as always. It's always great yeah, like thank reunion, you for having every me. And uh, great. I, Look forward to seeing you again next year, man. Absolutely. Let's do it. Absolutely. Safe travels back to
4: the yeah. to, to back to Cheeseland, all right? <laughs>
0: Merrill Hodge joining us for a couple of minutes here at the table. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. Stay right where you're at. We got more coming up. More of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin Sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey Wayne, shopping for a new door? I sure am. This fiberglass door is really strong. We love them. Do you need something more dependable? Yes, something that's durable, dent-resistant, knows how to take a hit and is going to last for years. We're still talking about the door, right? Uh, Oh, yeah, right, of course.
3: Wayne Larrabee and Jeff Levering shopping together at Pell Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? What could happen next? How about 0% interest for up to 3 years? Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months? I'm Gina Della from Pella. This incredible offer from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is only available until February 29th. So hurry! We offer a wide range of window and door styles to perfectly match your home's unique design. Start customizing today with 0% interest for up to 3 years or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months, only at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit pellawi.com. Certain apply. Sure
4: over for details on lines
0: Welcome back to the program. We are live. We are in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center bringing you all the fun and frivolity that leads up to Super Bowl 58. You got the Kansas City Chiefs, 49ers, all the great stories. Thanks to Merrill Hodge for being here a little while ago and chatting with him and now longtime friend, good guy, fun guy. We've hung out. We broke bread. Uh, I don't think we've chased anything off the top of my head can hey remember now, but uh, nevertheless, uh, great to talk to, to my buddy Scott Farrell. How have you been because miserable? I, I knew I've been miserable. I knew that you were off. And I did not know. You didn't uh, know I died. I didn't know you died. I, uh, Carver has <laughs> yeah. called me a couple of times. I've been on the program. I'm like, hey, how are things going? He, he, he didn't actually, say anything. He didn't say anything
2: because he ho- hoped that I would die. Uh, <laughs> Wally Pip. So what happened was um, I died. And then like Jesus, I came back from the dead. Except he did it in three days. I did it in four months. Uh, what happened was I, you know, this it sucks for me so bad to tell this story five million times. Yeah. But I love you, so I'll tell you the story. And you already know the story because I just told you. you. Just so told telling me. you again is is brutal. But what happened was my heart exploded and I ended up at the hospital and I said, I'm having a heart attack. And they said, no, you're in complete heart failure. Uh, your valve is blown off your heart and your heart is spraying uh, blood like a, like a fire hose. And they put me in an am- ambulance. They drove me 100 miles an hour to a heart specialist at a big hospital. And this guy walked in the room and... He was the best-looking guy you ever saw in your life, right out of a cologne commercial, with an arrow <laughs> shooting it at the sun—the whole deal. You know, not Johnny Depp, Savage out right. in the desert. Uh, and he looked at me and he said, "You should be dead. I'm going to save your life. I'll see you in the morning." Right. It put me under. Ten hours later, I woke up. I was—I had a giant package shoved down my throat like a hot dog, and I had—I'll show you a picture to prove it. And I had a hundred lines going into machines, and I was tied to a bed. And I couldn't move, and I didn't know uh, anything. And my wife was there, and I hadn't seen her, 34C. And the first thing she said to me instead of, I'm so glad you're alive, was, I want to bang your surgeon. (laughs) And I went, that is fantastic. (laughs) And she said, I want to do it over there on the wall by the radiator in your ICU room. (laughs) And then the nurse said, get in line, bitch. And it was... (laughs) <laughs> 104 was her number, like at the deli. She was number 104 yeah. in line of all the girls that wanted to do this guy. When I finally saw him and talked to him, I said, I don't want to have sex with you. I just want to thank you for saving my life. Right. So he saved my life, and then ever since then, I've been – I was there for a month. Wow. And it it really sucked. Yeah. And uh, – I proceeded to start gambling with nurses, playing poker with nurses, betting yeah. on games with nurses. I had mobster friends, as you know. I have bad yeah. friends with bad intentions, bringing me pizza, Chick fil A, McDonald's, Popeyes, <laughs> uh, edibles, weed, <laughs> pills, uh, sneaking them in. And You've lived
0: a life. Like there. I had a
2: mobster bring in a pizza, and the lady said, "We're in the cardiac unit. You're not allowed." He said, "Shut up." <laughs> and he walked into the room with it, and he said, "I just told some nurse to shut up." So they uh, they kept me there a month. I got out, and I've been, you know, I go to cardiologists, I go to uh, you know doctors' appointments all the time. I'm in. Uh, I start therapy, physical therapy uh, Monday morning. Yeah. After the Super Bowl, immediately, first time since it happened, yeah. they're going to put me on machines and stuff, and they test you. And, and, and I mean, it sucked bad. Bro. And, and
0: here's the thing: is for people that don't know. You played basketball, like, every day. Every day. and With
2: NBA retired yes. D one players that are amazing. Yeah. And I'm the worst player there, but I'm still a good player. Right. And I'm in great shape for an old guy. I told you I could dunk in your face. Yeah. And then my heart exploded, and now I'm, like, 105 years old. When I walk from the tram to this radio row, yeah. it's like I jumped in a lake. I am sweating like Fred Flintstone. Yesterday (laughs) when I was lost looking for you, I almost had another heart attack. I I was was, sweating. And that girl, the other one, she saw me, and she – I don't think she likes me. Anyway, so she uh, saw me, and I said, listen, honey, I am soaking wet. I don't even want to do this interview. I don't feel good because I, like, get – you know, I get overwhelmed. I'm not allowed to do anything. So what he did say was is that, um, you know, I can drink. So what I do is I drink rum in large quantities. Yeah. And I gamble. I can sit and gamble at a high clip and a high level. I can also (laughs) drink more rum than anyone here. I am a professional rum drinker, and so I've been able to, like, you know, if you're dying and they say what, what's the one thing you can have? Some people would be sex and something like this. Guy said you can drink. I said double. Rum. right and i'm like okay so because I, I gained 25 pounds wow because uh, you can't do anything you yeah. sit on your ass and it, it's just the worst worst thing that ever happened to me bar none i've had 13 surgeries in my life right all basketball yeah all basketball injuries yeah this one was straight heart cardiac event it was awful and you had
0: just gotten off the air so you i had
2: just got so mafia we i we, I'd sit down to do the show and he goes bro you don't look good. And yeah. I went, I don't feel good. And he goes, go to the hospital. And I went, do the show. Yeah. I was like, do the show. And he's like, all right, do the show. I said, if I collapse in the studio, because no one comes and Ratings sees how I'm huge. doing, no one would know. i right. die in my studio on the air. And he said, all right. I said, call the 911 and call my wife if anything happens, because I don't feel good.
0: Right. Sure enough.
2: I was having a heart failure. I was I was dying yeah. while I was doing that. I'm doing a show that day, and I'm interviewing people. Like, I'm talking to you right now, yeah. and I was breathing horribly. I was like. Right. And when, when they were talking, the guest, I was going like this, <sighs> off yeah. the mic. And then when the show was over, I was like Fred Flintstone, soaking wet, wow. and my hands went numb, and then I went to the hospital, and, and I told you what happened. It sucked. People ask me here, what sucks is I've told the story five million times. And I'm sick of it, but that's what happened, and it was, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. I highly recommend to everyone, um, don't have a heart attack. Don't do that. It, it is not okay. fun. Yeah. It is like, no joke. The one thing that was weird, Billy, about it was, I'm in this cardiac unit in New York City. Right. And there was 1,000 people on my floor with heart failure, heart transplants, valve replacements, um... You name it. Anything to do with heart failure, they were in there. So when you walk around every day and I show all the nurses my ass cheeks and my (laughs) rear view, uh, you know, you wear that thing with the rear view open. And I'd walk by chicks and I'd go, what do you think? And then I'd walk by other ones I didn't like and I'd show them my onions. And then (laughs) I would look in everyone's room and every single person there was dying.
0: Oh, my God. It was like
2: the cancer ward. It was awful. And then they, they made me do everything, sleep apnea, I failed all those tests. Yeah. They said my heart was stopping thirty times an hour and I was choking to death.
5: Oh my uh, God. so now they
2: got me on those machines. I travel with it now. And yeah. the only thing good about this whole thing is now when I go to the airport, no no X ray machines ever. I don't ever have to do that. I don't have to wait yeah. in line. I'm like a handicapped person. Right. No disrespect to anyone because I'm one now too. Yeah. And then I go to the gate and I tell the woman at the gate and it works every time. Yeah. Not like it's not all the time. It's every time. Yeah. I say, um, I have an artificial heart and I need to sit down. Can I get on the plane? I'm first.
0: Right. I'm Absolutely. first on. Well, I am glad you're here.
2: Um, I don't care who plays. I hope the Niners lose because I don't want them to get six Super Bowls. And I hate the Kansas City Chiefs and all their fans dead. And I hope they all have cardiac events. <laughs>
0: So, good luck. I love you, and I'm so glad you're okay. I can't
2: uh, eat dinner with you because I get too drunk between the time I leave here and the time you have dinner. Okay. But that doesn't mean I don't love you.
0: I love you, too, buddy. Hey, and right.
2: congrats on your uh, nuptials. Yes.
0: Uh, and you you, you know, well, I mean I you told are, her, I said, you asked me, are they coming? You got it all going, There you go. Bro. There you go. I love your brother. We'll talk to you. There you go. That's our buddy, Scotty Burrell. we got another hour yet to go. Stay right where you're at. We'll be back right after this.